Live from Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Studios, it is a Tech East Tuesday. Levac and Gaz here with you. Uh, what, what a wonderful place to do a show. You got your first tour of Tech East Fire and Water Restoration. If we take this good care of our offices, what can we do for everybody? I mean, right? Is that the way you look at it? It's incredible. I just kept walking around this office thinking, like, this place is big. You guys get a lot of stuff done in here. Now I figure out why people keep calling Tech East when things go wrong at their homes because you have everything you need here. We have, we have a construction wing. We have a mitigation wing. And now we have tree removal. And God knows whatever else. Like, Mike Court is probably sitting somewhere right now. They're going... But has anybody thought about inflatable houses? Like you, you just you really can't tell what he's gonna what he's gonna do next. But it's kind of like I, I've tried to explain this to people, and I think you get it now. Techies, it's there's there's kind of like a firehouse vibe to it because like in a firehouse, these guys never know when they're gonna get calls. So you got to have stuff to do while you're here. So that's like we like right now we're in the front conference room. If you're driving down uh, Central Ave, please don't be watching YouTube, uh, Godzilla Media YouTube. Please don't be watching the Facebook Live for Techies. Do that when you get home. But uh, you you can look at you can actually see us doing the show right now if you were lo- if you were so inclined to look in here and, and and look for us. But like we've got all kinds of cool stuff in here because we have a great crew of people who work here. I so desperately would love somebody who's listening live right now to pull in and just make faces at us. I had that happen to me once I'm hosting a post-game show where somebody got overserved, let's just say, and just continued to derobe and make faces and everything in front of me. What was his name? Me. His name was Charlie, and he was a Saratoga resident. So if you know who Charlie yeah. is. All, all we ask is if you do feel the need to disrobe in front of us, please be a female. Um, <laughs> I'm just, I mean, listen, it's 2021. I'm not trying to, you know, trying to define your gender or anything like that. I'm just defining mine. I'd rather see boobs than penis. That's all. I'm just putting it out there. I'm just putting And if you're going to put it out there, please have it be a boob. Um, we'll all right. Spin that camera right around. We'll show you. We how, want those views. How, you hear me? How quick can I get fired from Techies Fire and Water Restoration? <laughs> We'll find out together, but I will tell you right now, I thought we lost that game six times. We did win it twice. I think the Raiders are two and up. If we're being perfectly honest, I think it's only fair that everyone, um, somebody call Roger Goodell, whoever else you want to call, the Raiders are two and one, two and oh, two and oh right now, won twice. Refs were against us. Uh, refs, I say most of the calls were okay. Three really stupid calls against the Raiders, maybe one or two against the Ravens. So it's not really like all that different, but Raiders 2-0, baby. 2-0 on the season. Let's go Raiders. John Gruden, Chucky described it in the postgame saying felt like he died and then was alive <laughs> again, then died again, then woke up again. He didn't know exactly what was happening. Uh, so and they showed it. You can see that on his face <laughs> when they would go to the, when they would go to the sideline. He's just like head down, head up, head down. With the perfect Vegas vibe, I've seen some people describe the game as if the movie The Hangover was a football game, <laughs> that would be the game last night. It was and like uh, Aoki, the the DJs got everything started. Um, it was it was cool. Like I definitely want to go to a game at the Big Al. Like if if you had to pick one stadium right now for not you know not a Super Bowl, not a playoff game, just a just a regular season game, Big Al's got to be top of your list at this point, right? I think for me, it's between the Big Al in Los Angeles Stadium. The only difference. Oh, for SoFi me, looks nice too. Yeah, yeah, I would kind of maybe need this to be going on if I were to go to Vegas. I don't need the ghosts there. Like that 30 for 30, they had all the ghosts, like Al Davis and all those other ghosts. <laughs> if you ban the ghosts, because they were too creepy in that 30 for 30, I'd go to that one. I actually, they make me want to go more. <laughs> they made me want to go more because, look, there, there's that moment. So I'm watching Raiders Ravens with my kid. My kid's a Ravens fan. At least twice, she said, I can't watch this game with you anymore because you're obnoxious. <laughs> And 
she could have said it six times, if we're being perfectly honest. Um, but there was a point where it looks like the Raiders are going to win. It looks like they've, they've got momentum on their side. She's upset, but watching the game, she's not going to be that kid who throws her controller and turns off Madden. And they cut to Mark Davis and Charles Woodson, and she spits out her water. Like, that's your owner? That's the guy who owns your team? You've got, why is his hair like that? Can you can he just hand the team over to Woodson right now? Like, and literally, I lost at that moment. <laughs> so yeah, so if I could have the ghost of Al Davis instead of instead of Mark Davis, I'd probably be okay with that. I'd probably be all right. And God bless Mark Davis. He's done so many good things for the team. He really, really has. Getting to Vegas, making the rule that if if all can't go, no one can go. All great things. I don't know if my boy Duke has to step up. I don't know if saving face. I don't know who to barbershop or whoever it is who has to step up and come to my man and be like, listen, Flobies were a bad infomercial, man. That sh- Flobie for life is not a thing, okay? Stop cutting those bangs like that, dude. Shave your head. Do something. At this point, wear the toupee. It would be wear less- a hat. No, wear the toupee and take the mockery and be like, you know what? The mocking of this is actually less than what I got with my regular I hair. I think that, yeah, but that is his hair, though. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just cut it like you don't look like a goober. Just don't, like he, and again, God bless him. Got so much done for the Raiders. I can't wait to go to the Big Al, get to the Death Star, the, the Roomba in the desert, whatever you want to call it. Can't wait. Can't wait. But dear God, do something with your hair. Dear, like, I would rather have Speed's hair. I'd rather have, I'd rather have Jordan Speed's no. hair than, yeah, yeah, I'd rather have the premature male pattern baldness than what Chucky's working with. Not Chucky, uh, Stewart. <laughs> Stewart from Mad TV. That's what he looks like. Stewart? Stuart, I can do it. That's what he, that's what, that's, that's Mark Davis at the barber. I can do it. I can, I can do it. I'll cut my own hair. For those of you too young, Mad TV, YouTube, that hopefully most people know that reference. Oh my God. Please go look it up. I can do it. I made brown bubbles. Um, But it it wouldn't, all right, seriously though, for Monday Night Football, if you're Monday Night Football, you got to be thrilled with the first game you have for the season. Um, You go into this game, right? Raiders are going for their third straight regular season opening game win, right? Which they hadn't done since Gruden did it for them. He won the last two games before we sold them to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which we all know worked out great for the Raiders. Meanwhile, across the way, the Ravens had three straight openers with 30-plus points, four straight openers with 20-plus points. They scored 38-plus points in three straight season openers uh, the, the longest they're tied for the longest such streaks in in the history of the NFL. I don't think they've lost in forever. And then it turns out it gets even better. The Ravens had won 98 straight games when they led by 14 points. 98 straight games. Whoa. They <laughs> the the regular season they were 81 and 0 when leading by 14 points under Harbaugh. 89 and three all time. If you bring in the postseason now, the only two times he had, he had given up a 14 point lead was 2015 divisional round against the Steelers and 2010 against the Patriots, which tells me ipso facto, i.e., the Raiders are going to the Super Bowl because the only other two teams to do this went to the Super Bowl. Steelers oh. lost to Green Bay, Patriots beat the Seahawks. Raiders going to the Super Bowl probably shouldn't even play the rest of the season. Just go ahead. Raiders, 
get over to L.A. and hang out because you go going to the Super Bowl. My thought was, wow, John Harbaugh is a really good coach. It yeah. probably doesn't get enough credit because people want to go to the headlines of his brother, Jim, and the antics on the sidelines. You instead took it to, it's simple and easy right there, guys. Simple math, Raiders, Super Bowl, book the ticket, go to Vegas first, check out the stadium, and then go to L.A. and check out the other one. You can see both in one. I don't year. hate this plan. I think you've got it. I think, I think it's the first time you've made that much sense since I've known you guys. How about my guy Zay Jones, huh? The Zay. game winner. For those who don't know this story, uh, when we'd go to Buffalo Bills coverage out in Rochester, Zay Jones is one of my favorite interviews ever because he was polite, signed the kids' uniforms and jerseys. And by polite, I mean he literally said, put his helmet down and said, Hey, where are you from? Hey, thanks for coming to practice, man. This is awesome. Thanks for interview. And he'd always do that same thing with every reporter. Trust me, LeVac's been there before. Most athletes don't want to talk to anybody after practice. They want to go shower, go see their family. But Zane Jones and Derek Carr said this at the end, yeah. where he said, this guy has never missed a 6 a.m. workout. This guy is the hardest working guy on the team. You know it probably has that chip on his shoulder even bigger from when he left East Carolina to not working out for Buffalo. And scores the game winner in the national television game. Good for Zay Jones. And thank God for it. I mean, because you look at the way that game was going. I I think you're probably the only person I didn't text because I was almost positive you fell asleep that I was calling for a tie. You did? You fell asleep? I did. <laughs> well, it wasn't it wasn't your team. So I can I can like I can I can give you a pass on it. But I didn't go to bed. I was on the couch, like watching the baby monitor, thinking, all right, I'm gonna finish this game off. <laughs> Listen. I do, want to, I do want to say one thing in the comments. Corey from Greenwich, say more than hi. Say more than hi. Every time we go on now, whether it's on the Techie Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page, whether it's on Gaza's YouTube, Godzilla Media YouTube, uh, when we're at the hideaway, wherever it is, uh, uh, hi. 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 Hi, Corey. Hi. Um, every time. Every time. He's, that's all he says is hi. And then, and then I like, I'm like, oh, cool. Corey's going to say something. And he says nothing else. He says, not, not, a, not another damn thing. It's, that's it. That's all I get from him. Is, do you have is, anyone text you that? Like, hi, hey, what do you do? You, I, you, know, who, you, know, who, you know who does it? Me. Do you? you? I don't. Maybe I've never done but it. You, but if I ignore you for a little while, you'll say what you wanted to say originally. Because <laughs> I learned that early on with you. If, I, if you say hi and I go, Yo, what's up? You, like, you'll mess with me a little bit, and then you'll tell me what you want. Yeah. Where if I just ignore you, you can't take it, and you'll finally just tell me what you want. <laughs> Where, like, Corey just says hi. Like, hi! Okay, Corey. All right, moo, cow, whatever. I don't know. What do you want? There you go. There you are. Yes, you're in. We love you, brother. You're the man. Um, you didn't bring your sweet and salty nuts to the deck party over at the hideaway. So we had a huge deck and no nuts. We had a great patio. Got yelled at by John Franz. No, I didn't bring my sausage for Look the patio. I didn't bring my sausage. Oh. So maybe next time. Um, Zay Jones, cool dude. Glad that got done because that game looked like it was going to go to a tie. I thought that we were going to have a tie. And... Even though that would have helped me hit a middle, I didn't want to tie at that point. I would have rather lost by a field goal because that game was too good to have it be both teams be 0-0-1 afterwards. But just the sequence of events, and by now you've heard them all a million times, like, you know, you're in, you, you think you got the touchdown if you're the Raiders, then you throw the interception if it gets called back, then you, you're going to kick the field goal, but you get the holding, you get the, this and that, the offsides, whatever, everyone thing after another. And next thing you know, it's run play, bomb to Zay Jones in the end zone. Raiders win. <sighs> Raiders win. It was, it's cool. And now you're 1-0. And I got to say, and this is, this, I, I don't know if I'm being homeristic right now. Uh, you know, actually, I'm going to speak French also. We, 
for the Raiders. We, we, we. I feel like you win a game like that one and it kicks you in the pants and you are a force to reckon with now. Playoff team? I'm more likely to believe it now than I was before the game. I'm not ready to go that far out. I thought we were looking at a Raiders team that could have been 6-11 and 11 or 11-6. and six. But 11-6 and six would have meant you were using Kenyon Drake, Josh Jacobs perfectly. Darren Waller is an MVP candidate, and so is Derek Carr. If not, Marcus Mariota. And we saw it. I, I knew they were going to use Mariota like that. But you, Mariota was shook after he got hit. Something wasn't right with him. Because I think – I said this to you before – if Carr's not throwing 435 yards a game, two touchdowns, Mariota's going to find his way into playing time. And there's a chance that Mariota finds his way into starting for this team, even though Carr is one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now, hands down. Sorry to tell you that. It's a true story. One of the top two picks in the NFL draft, the number two pick overall, Heisman Trophy winner. Some would argue that he is everything you want in a backup quarterback, somebody who can be athletic in the pocket to cause mismatches with defenses. But when Carr's thrown for over 400 yards on a yeah. home game and they win, as to the question of whether they're a playoff team, I feel like then it's between Denver and Vegas. I picked Denver in the preseason to be a playoff team because of how their schedule lays out, where you kind of just run through. Before or after games. Teddy Two Gloves was named the starter? Uh, after. After. Because okay. Okay. I, it feels like they can win 10 games. They're going to be favored in double digit games now. The question is the Raiders. If you take two from Denver during the season in divisional games, there's the difference. And that's how I feel the Raiders can jump Denver and be that playoff team. So. Yes, they could be a playoff team if dot 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 they beat Denver. I because I honestly think Denver's the worst team in that in that that division right now. I think it's I think it's Kansas City. Boo. Boo. I think it's San Diego because of what they did to Washington. LA. Or yeah, whatever that was. <laughs> San Diego. Yeah, 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 San Diego. Don't worry, they're changing all the names of this division, a, right? <laughs> uh, the, the whale's vaginas. Uh, those guys. <laughs> yeah, we can say it now. Um, yeah. I think I guess it said whale's vagina on the radio. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I didn't. I don't know if I did or not. Um, and then I think it's the Raiders, and then I think it's the Broncos. But I think the Raiders, if Carr's playing like that, because because there was there were throws that Carr made last night that should have been caught. It's a it's a travesty they weren't. But there were also a lot of a lot of throws that he threw to to Darren Waller that Waller had to reach back for. So that's on that's on Carr because if he if if Carr's leading Waller on the passes. He might have thrown for 500 yards last night because if you hit a guy like Waller in stride when Denver, or not Denver, Baltimore, we just talked about Denver, when Baltimore's not even bumping him at the line, you're going to you're look out. Here we go. But I really, I do. I think, I think they had the potential. If you, if you'd asked me this before the game, if you asked me this at halftime of the game, I would have told you the Raiders weren't a playoff team. But now I'm like, you know what? I'm not ready to close the door on them yet. I'm not ready to go ahead and just say 100% they are. But I'm not ready to close the door on them either because that, that kind of performance propels you, propels you farther than it does. Um, Corey, now, hey, just want to let you guys know, I picked the Raiders. You didn't tell us that in advance. You, pick, you, get, you get all the love in the world for Oregon. I don't know if you get that. Uh, Jonathan, thank you guys. Wow, way to go. Okay. I don't know. You must have done something special for Jonathan. Thank you, Jonathan. I appreciate that. There you go. Good things, good things done for Jonathan. Um, Defense looked good. Your boy Gerald McCoy got hurt last night. I'm a little worried about that. But, I, yeah, I think, I think the Raiders are players. And, and Lamar Jackson, believe it or not, I think it's one of the best games I've seen him play as a quarterback. Not just a playmaker, but as a quarterback. Some of his throws were, were as accurate as he's ever been. 
he has some interesting things coming up. McCoy in particular that he might have to decide that's over for him. He's had a really yeah. nice career, a decade. Well, he missed all last year, right? Right. That might Dallas. be it for McCoy. And he's got a good enough personality where if he wants to go and do something else, that's fine. Yeah. He shut off that personality in hard knocks a few seasons ago. So Gerald McCoy, if that's it, great career. It might be more than likely he's going to retire than actually take the football field again. Does Mad Max Crosby finally get his defensive player of the year? Did you see uh, him last night, man? Boy. He's a beast. That's a bad man. That is a bad, bad man. Is he still spelling his name with two X's? Uh, I mean, is it back to he one? gets to do whatever he wants. No, it's two. <laughs> All right. It's two. It's it. two. But you think about it. So that year, you take Clee Farrell in the first round out of Clemson. You take him in the fourth, and it's not even close. He's got the most sacks of anybody in that draft class, Max Crosby. They, they only credit him last night with two sacks. I think he had three, to be perfectly honest with you. Carl Nassib looked great last night, too, by the way, once, uh, once Yannick Ngakwe got hurt. I, I got to tell you, Max Crosby could, could go out there and, and legitimately challenge whoever for the sack total. Crosby is going to be in the same spot as a lot of these guys who vie for the Defensive Player of the Year award. They're going to need a big performance against Mahomes. Where if Mahomes all of a sudden is under pressure and he gets sacked two and a half times and Vegas can beat Kansas City and they're their big reason why, that's going to shoot them up the national discussion of potentially being a defensive player of the year. I, I look at the AFC West because of matchups like that. Somebody in the AFC West can no doubt put themselves in contention for that award because of the possibilities they're going to have with those matchups. Well, I mean, Chandler Jones, five sacks. He's, he's a beast. He's getting paid. Max Crosby. Watch Max Crosby play. I, you fell asleep. You missed some of it. He's a, he's a bad, bad man. He was not even – I don't know if he was even tired at the end of the game. Everybody else is sucking wind. He's over there like, oh, can I work it? Lamar Jackson again. Come on, Lamar Jackson. Um, all right, Jonathan says, I'm roasting the Broncos. Denver, Denver will make the playoffs. Ooh. You want – I will give you my pick for next week. Do you know that I picked the Houston Texans to beat the Jacksonville Jaguars? Yes, you did. I did. I picked that. I picked and went out, right? I'm picking the Jags plus six right now over Denver. I might take him to beat Denver. Because of Jonathan? Just no, because of no. that comment? I, I, well, that's why I'm letting people know now. I got, I got a feeling. I got a feeling that Jags, little, little, little puff up, little puff up in the home game. You're Denver. You go to New York. I don't know if they're staying on the East Coast or if they're flying back and coming back to Jacksonville. And Jacksonville did move the ball. You lost – I. I think Denver might be a little bit of trouble against uh, against against the you know the college football wonders. I, I think it might look like a Saturday with what Urban Meyer and Trevor Lawrence do this week. Yeah, now that Urban Meyer knows USC is available, hang on, can I get out of here? <laughs> How fast can I get He's there? He's not going to USC. He's not going to USC. Our guy Jimmy Shapiro said he's the third favorite on the board to take the job. <laughs> I, you know, I don't even get those emails anymore. No? No, I don't right, know what I did to Jimmy. Yeah, all tell right. Jimmy I want the emails. I said to my dad all the time now. He loves them. Tell, well, just, text, just, just email Jimmy. He's all like, right. Jimmy, what about LeVac? Right, you, remember, you guys used off. to be friends. Do you want Jason Barrett's emails? He's a potato. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's an inside joke. Nobody gets. Well, no, here's, here's the problem with him. Here's the problem with him. Never wrote about me once. Came up to me, said all these nice things. Took a job I gave away at Picks years ago. Never gave me any respect. Nothing. I leave radio. Then he writes an article. <laughs> it was like good riddance, he almost said. It was like good riddance. Damn you. If you see this, you're a potato. All right. <laughs> Do, um, NFC, AFC West, zero losses. Pretty impressive. Eight no. Eight no. Eight, eight and bleep it oh, bro. Eight no. 
How I I mean, it's insane. When you said Denver was the worst team in the AFC West, I thought that can't be right. And then I actually jumped at both divisions and thought, boy, stacked across the board for both divisions. And the Cardinals, I thought they were getting smacked by the Titans, flipped the other way. Cliff Kingsbury, what they did in Hopkins. I knew that had to bother you. I knew that had to bother you. It was never close. We were watching it together. I'm like, Titans can't. We've heard the Titans can't play defense, but they got smacked around. Uh, Russell Wilson, even though his wife Sierra's trotting around the Met Gala with whatever that outfit was. I thought it was kind of hot. You were into it? I was kind of into it. <laughs> like, if I had a football jersey, like, if I was a professional, let's say, like, this year, Empire makes a horrible decision, and I play for the Empire to play well. If my girl turns my jersey into a dress and starts wearing it around, she ain't going to have it all long. I'll tell you what. <laughs> I don't know if any, <laughs> does any female ever look good in lime green. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe I felt like I was too much of a fashionista. Yeah, I don't, she looked uh, weird. It looked like an egg. You know how I, I know. know. You know how I know you've been married too long. You're like, oh, look at sweetie, look at that. Oh, look oh, at, her. Look at oh, that. God. Oh, um, by the way, NFC North, 0 for four. Nobody won. Nobody won. Nobody won. If and if it wasn't for the AFC East, the Dolphins playing the AFC, they might have been 0 for four too. <laughs> I mean, come on. It was. Uh, it, it was. Uh, the the standings are going to be uh, very intriguing uh, moving forward. Should we? Should we just do like a full blown? recap of 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 sunday since we were there yeah let's do it let's call this the rapid recap let's make that happen but levac if we're gonna run through the games i think you need to find out a way to like go fast or find one way to go to another way mohawk honda can help you do you know about mohawk honda i've heard of them it is the fall now and in mohawk honda you can take advantage of the kelly blue book instant cash offer i call it kbb Ooh, kbb is that a thing yeah oh yeah that's when the well that's his website kbb.com nice just saying they're gonna put cash in your hand but that was mechanic (laughs) the same day you come in even if you don't buy from them, that's a pretty sweet deal when you think about it especially for those people going back to school the recent college graduates and more or the recent college students Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mohawk Mm -hmm. consistently keeps their lot fully stocked if you're looking for a vehicle no matter where you're listening here on our podcast side it is worth the drive to freeman's bridge road in glenville to find the vehicle you're looking for pre-owned vehicles and more they're going to make that shopping experience easy for you stop in say what's up to my guy greg johnson levac knows him we all got an opportunity over years to meet him i like the new nicknames we're rolling with hot sauce have you seen about hot sauce i've heard about hot hot sauce the I'm VIP impressed. man Morales. Ooh. Yeah, many of the helpful sales consultants. Vast selection of vehicles. Mohawk Honda. Instant cash offer. Kelly Blue Book, where they always go out of their way to please you. That is Mohawk Honda in Glenville. Hot sauce. The VIP sauce. man. Ask for them. What would your nickname be if you worked at Mohawk uh, Honda? Gazi Bear. Is this, that's your, isn't that your nickname now? Yeah, I think I'd keep I think it'd be like way. Gazi Bear the Fender Wrecker or something like that. You'd have a full big name. <laughs> Um, I don't want that. <laughs> that guy's live from Tech East Fire and Water Restoration Studios, uh, which are honestly enough, like you've heard of the studios before. These are the real ones. Like these are, this is right on Central Ave. We should be the Ethan Allen building. Uh, very proud of what we built here. And uh, by say, when I say we, again, speaking French, because I had nothing to do with it, I joined after, well after all the work was done, which is anybody who knows me knows that's, that's my goal. That's my skill. That's my style. It's my steez. Hey, you need help with that? Oh, you're all done? Oh, man, I wish I'd gotten here sooner. I was around the corner the whole freaking time. I just didn't ah. want to help. Um, <laughs> make sure you uh, make sure you check us out. You can comment on the Techies Facebook page, Godzilla Media YouTube page, and then this is all going to be on all that uh, stuff. You know, uh, Spotted Apples and um, YouTubes. There you go. And stuff. Yeah. Like, rate, oh, no. and do a touchdown dance uh. if you like us. 
Um, was Close. I got I got it. That was right. That was oh, that was what it was supposed to be. Closer. That was, uh, I, that is a good point though. Like, hey, please listen to us on these things. You're already listening, so you found us. Good job. <laughs> Congrats. Congratulations. You did it. Um, all right. Uh, rapid uh, recap. We're just gonna run through all the games as quick as we can. I want to point out that the uh, the battle of the birds, Eagles at Falcons. I did say watch out for the Eagles because it turns out that systems do actually pay off for Nick Sirianni. He had 16 pens in his freaking hat and went on to beat the Falcons 32-6. to Tua, not in that one, but the other kid, Hurts. The other, like all these Alabama quarterbacks, Jones, Hurts, Tua, whatever. They've all Now they've all got a Bama receiver, it feels like, except for Jones. Maybe they need to get one because Hurts to Smith – Looked, looked like it's something we could be seeing for a while. It felt like the game of numbers where if you want to be the most confused at week one, why is Hertz wearing one? I thought he wore two. <laughs> why is Devonta Smith wearing six? I thought he was a wide receiver. And then he used to wear two. Yeah, and why? wait a second. Hang on. Is Kyle Pitts out there? Why is it tight end wearing eight? Why is Zay Jones wearing seven? <laughs> And why, why was uh, Patrick Queen wearing six? Like, it was, yeah, it was, it was, I was like, listen, I'm trying to get it. It's really obnoxious. The Eagles-Falcons game in particular felt the most confusing of any game of those. But NFC East, all of a sudden, Philadelphia stuck their chest out and said, Atlanta, maybe it's time to reset everything else, and we're coming back to finally win a division that maybe we should have won last season. I mean, the, the bottom line is this. They've got talented players. Nick Sirianni got the job because he knows how to coach. He just doesn't know how to do a press conference. The thing that scared me the most about the Eagles after that press conference is we didn't hear anything about the Eagles after that press conference. You know, we can make fun of the fact Jalen Hurts didn't wasn't the guy and this, that, and they brought they traded for Minshew and all these things. Bottom line, you didn't hear anything. And sometimes no news is good news. And game one, that looks like that's 100% the case as they just, they just mollywopped the Falcons. No need for Doug Peterson to get up there like he did last year. Like, all right, I, it's, Wentz is the guy. How often do you want to say it? <laughs> None of that this year. Steelers at Bills. I was a little bit shocked by the way this one played out. I thought the Bills were going to go ahead and get this thing done. Block punt, strong performance from your favorite player, Ben Roethlisberger, uh, and your <laughs> real favorite player, T.J. Watt. T.J. Maximum Wattage, 23-16. Steelers win, and the fans of the black and gold are ridiculous already. Uh, I just want to go out on a limb and tell you, I know you're not going to shut up and do it. So the Steelers beat the Bills, big upset, but they got it done. Pittsburgh went from the third best team in the AFC North, all of a sudden Super Bowl contenders. Like, this is the season. Now we're into the mix. Mike Tomlin's unbelievable. Mike Tomlin is so good. Even across the board there for the skill guys, I look at Pittsburgh and think, Najee Harris, eh. Like, he didn't have a great game. It was Roethlisberger. It was the defense. It was special teams. And you flip it to the other side for Buffalo, I told you it's going to be a low-scoring game that Josh Allen is not going to throw for 600 yards a game, Bills fans. like you got to get back to remembering you're the hunted this season. You're not the lovable underdogs anymore. And every single team this season is going to feel like you, the Buffalo Bills, are potentially a Super Bowl team, and you're going to get every team's best game, and every coach is going to pull something out. They were tested, and nobody answered the call there for Buffalo in week one. I wish somebody had warned everybody that Pittsburgh was going to be a good team this year. Is that you? <laughs> I'm, read between the lines. That's what I'll do. I still can't go all the way in. Um, all right. So, hey, remember when Jamar Chase couldn't see the football because he didn't have a white line? It was a different size and all that stuff. Zoinks lies! Over 100 yards receiving touchdown on five catches as the Bengals in overtime beat the Vikings 27-224. I had the Vikings in one of my, one of my survivor pools because I thought that you know, Joe Burrow is going to be better in the long term, blah, 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 blah. Vikings just a better, more professional team with a, with a head coach who's been there, done that. 
So I'm out of that. I'm out of that survivor. I did not survive Jamar Chase and his and his, and his boy Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow sits down in the post game press conference too and said, "I thought he drops everything." <laughs> <laughs> I love Burrow, man. I, he is his fun. Personality he is and fun. everything. Bengal fan. Ever since the cigar, right? Yes. Is that the one? That was when I went, all right, he's, I, like, I like him. Even back then, like, before that, when he was doing press conferences in Louisiana, which can be so tough, he just had this, like, openness that you don't get with athletes. Maybe it's the maturity because he was a red-shirted quarterback who also had to sit out a year for a tran- – all this stuff. But anyways, <laughs> if you're a Bengal fan, how excited are you for the future? I know you oh. did this thing in 2020 with Burrow and everything, but now with James, now actually seeing this team get better, the Vikings are a playoff team in the last few seasons. Bengal fan, you're in that mix after week one of fan base that should be most excited for the future. Absolutely. And um, it's just fun to watch. Fun to watch. They're not like Bengals are by no means that team where it's like, oh, the NFL is better when the Bengals are in it. But when you can score points like that, it does make you exciting and, and fun to watch. How about the 49ers getting a 31 point lead over the fighting Dan Campbell's, the Danimals, and almost giving it up? Almost losing to little hand Jared Goff and the rest of the Lions, but they don't do it. 41-33. The Niners get it done. They hold serve. But they made it way more interesting than it should have been. Running back Raheem Oates are out for the season. Now for the Niners, too, that's a big blow. And even that game's happening, it just feels like the class, we're just going to you know mail this in here. Defense, you know, it's going soft coverage. They're not going to come back. Even though Detroit almost pulled it off. They're down by all those points. I never thought during that game, wow, the Lions look good here. Wow, the Lions. Because the <laughs> deficit was so big. Never was I like, wow, how about Jared Goff, huh? The Niners just basically put the car in neutral, got out of the car, ran around like, uh, okay, somebody get back in there. Uh, that's what it was. The yeah. Niners just pulled it off, and they didn't show so much in the second half, and Detroit almost pulled it off with that advantage of San Francisco saying, uh, we'll catch you guys in week two. Uh, I'm trying to think. Elijah Mitchell, number one pickup in fantasy football this week. Boy, uh, I feel as if it's a family thing for the Shanahan's. Remember Mike Shanahan used to do this with the Broncos, where it didn't yeah. matter who was in the back. Yep. Terrell Davis is a Hall of Famer, but Alandis Gary, I believe, Mike was Anderson. Mike Anderson. It didn't matter who was in the backfield. Somebody for the Broncos would run for 1,000 yards. Kyle Shanahan's doing the same thing. Yes, to your question, he will be the most picked up player in fantasy. I'm not running to the waiver wire to get him because the Shanahan's have shown me before that whoever they want to have that week run for 100 yards, they can make it happen. 38 to 13, maybe the most dominant performance of the weekend. The Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray, all four feet, seven of him out there <laughs> slinging the rock, four touchdowns in the air. And just, I mean, DeAndre Hopkins looking every bit like Duke Nukem, as well as the addition of JJ Watt making Chandler Jones look like every bit the ultimate pass rusher he was supposed to be all along. You can't deny that your favorite athlete, J.J. Watt, has really brought something to this defense for the Cardinals. He made a play in that game, and you, you and I are watching this game in the high I'm like, ooh, who is it? Oh, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> who's 99 for the Cardinals, mm. guys? I don't know mm. who that is. Like, oh, God. Mm. Could Chandler, be anybody, I guess. Chandler Jones, offense or defense, the best player in the NFL for week one. And we all know he wanted to get traded from Arizona. Arizona decided we're not making that move. You want to look across the NFL for one of the most underrated players of the last 10 years. Chandler Jones is in that discussion. Statistically, his numbers have proven it. It's one of the big regrets. You look at New England. They let him go too fast. How many times can we go back and look at New England and say, oh, they screwed up letting him go? Usually players 
crash after that. And Belichick times it up right. They missed on Chandler Jones, letting him go too soon. He proved everybody mm. wrong, and so did the Cardinals in that win over the Titans. Don't don't forget why. Well, Salvia yeah, incident, walking into a walking into a police station, you know, tripping balls. Yeah, a couple bad mushrooms could, here and there. Yeah, could have uh, could have could have something to do with it. With, with uh, trip. you know, that's, that's, uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's go ahead and just you know let's let's not pretend there wasn't some reasons behind the 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 hoodie genius doing what he did there. Uh, speaking of uh, of just you know plain old geniuses. Russ was cooking, baby. He's a he's a five star Michelin chef over here. Russ cooking again. TJ Lockett, a uh, number one receiver, even though God hates him, and thinks he sucks. <laughs> Four in the air, no interceptions. Russell Wilson. I mean, the, the Seahawks D look good. The Colts are a team that's supposed to go out there and handle business. They're a team that got they got a healthy Carson Wentz. They got Jonathan Taylor. They're getting their players back. Didn't make a damn bit of difference. Seahawks go to the Colts and slap them around. This has now become average and normal for Seattle. For a long time, this franchise was a team that couldn't get over the hump, just flat out weren't good enough. And then they had that Super Bowl run, and the whole mindset for that entire franchise has changed with Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll. They get a double-digit victory. As you pointed out before we got into the rapid recap, this Seahawks team could go... 10 and 7, 11 and 6, and still battle for a division championship. <laughs> the West is the West is gonna be is gonna be a tough one. We'll get to we'll get to all of that as we go along. But uh speaking of a Western team, the AFC West, Chargers did what you're not supposed to be able to do. You go West Coast to East Coast, home opener for the other team. You, you're the Chargers. You're supposed to lose in the end. You're not supposed to win late games. Justin Herbert showed me something, 337 yards and a touchdown in the air, 20-16. to 16, The football team falls to the Chargers. Chargers are 1-0. In my mind, I'm going to believe that the results would have been different because I had the football team as one of my favorite plays of week one if Ryan Fitzpatrick was healthy. Ryan Fitzpatrick gets hurt in the game. His hip pops out. Does that sound more like an old man injury than, oh, my yeah. hip is oh, popped out, right? Like 100%. He's out injury. at least six weeks with a broken hip. That's if, if Fitz is out there, it could be a completely different game. I believe that Taylor Heineke comes in, and he's good. Like He's a good NFL quarterback. He yes. looks good against the Bucs. Heineke, look, congrats. You're probably going to make a lot of money. You're going to maybe be a starter somewhere else at some point if you keep mm. playing like this. Not for the football team, no matter what they're drafting somebody. He's good. I, he's good. He's good, but is he like you, your your backup quarterback supposed to be able to go five hundred, right? So if he's in there for two games, well, so he's gonna be in there for six games. Okay, so he's supposed to be able to go three and three. He's a three and three guy with that defense. My, is he a five and one, four and two guy? He's a three and three guy with that defense. My mind jumped to like five to ten years ago in the NFL when he had like Matt Schaub and Kevin Cobb and all these yeah. guys who had like uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, a small window of games was good enough to make Scott you a starter. Mitchell. Maybe we've caught up and been like, you know Jeff what? Jeff Hosteller. Yeah. Uh, as for that football team, caught myself there. Defensive yeah. line, Herbert didn't matter. Still is able to step back Slinging and fire it. the ball around. Slinging it. Slinging it with his perfect, beautiful hair. Um, but, yeah, that's i will be interesting where that goes, and I wish I hadn't drafted Antonio Gibson in the second round in almost every draft this year because it would be a lot better with Fitz back there. All right, this is one. This is my biggest play of the week. Rivers will tell you that. 37-21, the Houston Texans. They said they couldn't do it. They said old man Mark Ingram wasn't going to be anything. They said Brandon Cooks was useless with just with Hot Rod Taylor. They were wrong. They were wrong. Houston uh, handles business at home, 37-21. You beat the Jags. You beat Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence's first loss 
in a regular season, I, I think they said it's like 80 plus games. If you go back to his high school, he's not lost in a regular season in all of his college career and most of his high school career. So his first regular season loss, he has to wait till he gets here. And the loss so upsetting to people that they're already starting rumors that Urban Meyer is going to leave for USC. That's right. I started. It was me. It, it was, was me. It was, it it was, was guys all along. It was me all along. <laughs> Look at that meme, somebody. Uh, is Houston going to be the 2020 version of the Jacksonville Jaguars and win week one and then never win for the rest of the season? Is Urban Meyer, as you mentioned, going to leave? Houston was way better than Jacksonville was in week way one better. last season. Though. Prepared, ready to go. And Tyrod, a.k.a. Tyrod Taylor, stepped back and started firing it off and almost had stuff to prove for him. The head coach, the wide receivers, you mentioned Cooks already. They're not all of a sudden going to win the AFC South. I'm not ready to be that bold. But, no. boy, you got everything you needed out of that team in the exact oh. game you needed it to prove to the fan base. That game might have been more important for the fans than anything to say, don't give up on us. I know it's been a rough offseason. When do they win again? At Cleveland, no. Cleveland's ticked off. That's not going to happen. Maybe at home against the Panthers. Maybe. I don't think so. At the Bills, no. Hosting the Pats, no. At the Colts, at the Cardinals, home for the Rams, at they, the Dolphins, at they, the Titans. They will be an underdog for every game until they prove yep. to them they can consistently yep. do this. I'm yeah, until the, the next Lions. time they play Jacksonville. Yeah. That will be the next time. Unless Jacksonville beats Denver, and that will change. All, 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 all of that. Uh, Browns at Chiefs. This game, it showed you everything you needed to see out of a potential AFC championship game like it should be. Uh, Browns, they, they realistically had won that game, and they just found a way to lose it. First time the punter gets out there, he, he muffs it, he screws up, he's, he's toast. Patty Mahomes and the Chiefs end up winning the thing 33-29. to 29. Mahomes now has this, and maybe he had his the last few years he's been in the league. Anytime he has the ball in the fourth quarter, the game's not over. Yeah, he did it in the Super Bowl when they were down by double digits. It's very Brady-esque of him. Oh, it could be as quick as one play, whether he finds Hill, whether he finds Kelsey. That fast, the offense under Andy Reid could make plays happen. Cleveland played about as good as they could besides those special teams gaps, as you just said there. But if you want like entertaining football week in and week out, even if you're not a Brown or a Chief fan, find some time to carve out a few minutes to watch those teams play. That was a great game. My favorite week one game besides your Raiders and Ravens, I'd say my favorite Sunday game was Browns Chiefs. Yeah, the defensive front for the Chiefs is, is stellar. And, and Chris Jones, I've decided that any, any next level defensive tackle, I will, their, their title in my world is Agent of Mayhem because Ooh. they just like, I don't necessarily have to get your quarterback. I just have to screw everything else up so somebody else can. He not only can screw everything else up, somebody can, but he'll get you too. So he's, I mean, that guy, when you think about how he burst onto the scene by bursting out of his shorts at the, at the combine during the 40, and he's still getting things done, that is, that is impressive on multiple levels. Can you do the sign of how you showed him bursting out of his shorts? Ooh. Let's just flop. Oh. It was like, it was, here, maybe you can hear it. Here you go. Oh. There you go. That's what it sounded oh. like. Uh, <laughs> Someone's listening to our audio version thinking, oh, God, yeah. <laughs> what's happening there? <laughs> I don't know if you want to, but go back and watch him run to 40, okay? Because, I, listen, I've heard of three-legged races before, but that was ridiculous. Go back and watch the video of what Levesque did to show that off. Oh, no, not the three-legged race <laughs> joke. No. <laughs> Dolphins at so pass. <laughs> AFC East was looking strong, but only one win out of all four teams. The Dolphins get it done. Outwit, outplay, outlast Mac Jones and the Patriots. Uh, not a lot to say about this game except for the fact that you know who does who do you think is really the better team 
I guess that's what it comes down to. Finns looked very good, but I still feel like the Pats are the team to worry about if you're if you're the Bills. Remember 45 seconds ago how I said I loved that Sunday game between the Browns and the Chiefs? This was the worst game of the Sunday <laughs> matchups between the Patriots and the Dolphins. Oh, the next God. game might have been pretty bad, too. But if you're a Patriot fan or Dolphin fan, are you going to be excited for the next matchup you have? Because, look, Mac Jones is a rookie, so excitement level of him is maybe tempered a little bit. I've seen some odds out there that are changing the rookie of the year vote that maybe Mac Jones might still be the leader now. Tua is just tiny, but you know what? He's never going to be a those nice pass. Right. Those nice ball. He's not going to be a 350 yard, four touchdown fantasy football star quarterback. This might just be what Tua is. Jalen Waddle played well. Dolphins. You know what? Honestly, this is probably going to be their style, how they're going to win football games. 17 to 24 points. You can find your way into the playoffs, maybe doing that. Fantasy question. Were you shocked how many times, like, if you were in a 10, even 12-team league, nobody picked up Devonta Parker? Yeah, because he had been so good when he was healthy. And it seems like a lot of managers just gave up and said, I think yeah. he's going to get hurt. And they grabbed Waddle. They wouldn't grab him. Yep, they gave up too fast on him. Absolutely. Speaking of giving up too fast, do you feel like the Buccaneers gave up too fast on Jameis Winston? Because, I mean, you got some old schlub now, but Jameis Winston, listen, if I'm if I'm trying to sell people on LASIK eye surgery, I like I just point to New Orleans right now. Dude gets LASIK, his shoulder cleaned up, spends one year with Sean Payton, and now he is balling. 38-2-3, the, the New Orleans Saints take out the Green Bay Packers. Only 148 yards in the air, but five touchdown passes. Like, he literally just like, here, <laughs> here, and one, <laughs> win a ball. At one point, he had four touchdown passes in less than 100 yards passing, <laughs> which is just unbelievable. It's like you're playing in your backyard, and the field's not long enough. The, the problem with Jameis Winston. Chris, me, Chris Jones has that problem. <laughs> no, not again. Poor table. The problem with Jameis Winston, nice I, I'm rooting for Winston, besides the two games he plays the Buccaneers. But he has every characteristic of someone who, when you break up with a girl, you don't want to have happen. Like, oh, looks like she got work done. Yeah, and his eyes. Oh, wow, he looks better. Did she lose weight? Did Winston look skinnier to anybody else? Maybe it's the pads, but he looks skinnier. Yeah, he's he in better shape. Work done. Yeah, he was funnier yeah. because of those post game press conferences. Like, yeah, my trainer told me I had to. Oh, what did my trainer tell me I had to do? <laughs> I don't know. How to be prepared. E-W's. Yeah. So he's funnier. He's better looking. He's performing. He had all the characteristics you don't want in an ex girlfriend. And sure enough. The only thing I don't want my ex-girlfriends to do is Chris Jones. Um, all right, so let's uh, let's do let's let's get these New York teams we haven't done yet. Uh, the New York Jets. I mean, revenge. Thy name is Darnold. Sam Darnold and the and the 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 Carolina Panthers. They do enough. They get it done. Darnold, twenty-four for thirty-five, two seventy-nine, a touchdown. Run CMC, ninety-eight yards on the ground. Uh, you had the big touchdown reception for Robbie Anderson, and then he did the Jets celebration. Uh, I just, I think I may have nailed this game earlier in the day when I said, look, the Panthers are just farther ahead in the maturation pro- process than the Jets. The Jets are trying to get where the Panthers are. The Panthers still need to get better, but the Jets need to get better just to be as good as the Panthers. You hope for Jets fans. That's not a season-setting loss. Because a tone city loss is like, oh, look at our ex-quarterback. Look really good and confident in the pocket. Look, as you just mentioned, Robbie Anderson looking like a stun over here. Everybody you let walk performed well in that game. In New York, they look like a team that was in game one, rookie mode one, that has a ton of things to figure out. Corey Davis was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like Corey Davis. Who's going to be the running back that consistently that's, gets the yardage? That's the thing. Where's your, yeah, where's his security blanket in this thing? Because Corey Davis appears to be that. But it's not – he needs that next level 
running back, that next level tight end. Because look, Zach Wilson looked fine. He didn't do anything wrong. 20 for 37, 258 in the air, two touchdowns, one pick. He got sacked six times. Offensive line, not good. Becton did get hurt in that game, so that Becton played a little bit of hurt, factor, But yeah. also a little bit of holding the ball a little too long. Yep. A little bit of that. But that also could not, that could be that could be the, the offensive coordinator. That could not be him too. But yeah. Not, not, a, not a terrible day for the Jets, except for the fact that who you lost to. I think if you told me, if you told Jets fans, hey, you're gonna have a competitive game, you're gonna lose 19-14 in the opening game of Zach Wilson's career. Okay. It's going to be the Sam Darnold. No! <laughs> How did Carl Lawson play? He's hurt. Wait, what? Yeah. How did Mekhi yeah. Beckton play? He's hurt. No, wait. Huh? Yeah. How's everybody getting hurt? How is this happening right now? Jet fan did not want injuries to be the storyline. And to the thing about Wilson, one more thing to add that, yeah, he looked fine. This was also another classic example of sometimes his throws, you got to remember, this isn't San Diego State or, you know, Wyoming he's playing against. This is NFL right. teams. So right. We've got a quick introduction to, yeah, it's not BYU anymore. Techies Tuesday, live from the Techies Fire and Water Restoration Studios here on Central Ave. And uh, the Giants, look, the nicest thing I could do to Giants fans right now is not even talk about this freaking game. They were terrible. The Giants played so poorly. Not just Daniel Jones, not just the defense, not just... The whole team, the coaching staff. The, I mean, I think the vendors screwed up. I feel like people spilled beers in the aisles. Like, that's how bad the Giants. The Giants played so terribly. Teddy Two Gloves looked like freaking Elway out there, okay? <laughs> Jerry Judy get, hurt his ankle, and he was like, you know what? I, I'm okay with it because at least I'm not hurting them anymore. Like, it was it was so bad. That's why I'm not 100% sold on Denver. Denver played well. They took advantage of a team that wasn't ready to play them. I'm willing to tell you I don't think the Giants are as bad as they played. But, man, they better get some work done. Joe Judge better focus a little bit more on running routes than running punishment, you know, laps because that's that was ugly. I believe I made a banner for you watching maybe on a replay on our video sign of how I described Daniel Jones in that game. It might be at the top. Maybe I deleted my Daniel Jones banner. I said, you know what? It's not good enough. I just wrote Daniel Jones is a big piece of poop. That's what I wrote. Yeah, I you saw know, it earlier. No, you know what? It's better. It's not on there. We got the joke. Where did it go? Maybe, somebody messing with our stuff? Daniel Jones deleted it. But Daniel Jones. It, you know what? Daniel Jones is so bad, he turned your banner into an incompletion. <laughs> you mentioned the entire roster looking bad. Giant fan. I mean, this is how many Septembers in a row we've gone over and over with the Giants not being good. But Daniel Jones is horrendous. And we could go through and say, well, maybe Jason Garrett. Stop. Stop, stop with Jason Garrett getting blamed week one. What about the offensive line? We're not doing that again. Like, we're not doing the offensive line thing again. We're not doing Jason Garrett. We're going to look back at this season, and if you're an Eli Manning fan in particular, Giant fan, the legacy of Eli, who had fun on that mega cast with his brother. Yeah, that Eli's gonna, I didn't watch any of that. We're going to look back and be like, hang on a second. So at the end of Eli's career, they had to figure out if it was Davis Webb or Geno Smith, and then they drafted who? Daniel <laughs> Jones? Why was this? I had the stat of Texas a bunch. I know you've heard the stat a bunch since he's been drafted, but for those who have never heard it before, it's one of my favorite Daniel Jones stats. When Daniel Jones was the quarterback at Duke, he never made an all-conference ACC team, which means the entire time that he was at Duke, he was considered anywhere between the fifth and eighth best quarterback in the ACC. But he was the second best quarterback in the country on draft day. Unfortunately, yeah. Daniel Jones, because of where he was picked and the criticism he faced, his standard has been high. Levac, I'm at the point now that I would not be shocked if Daniel Jones potentially gets benched this season. And who knows? Maybe Cam Newton's coming to New York by October. Well, they got Mike Lennon. I mean, all those wins he got for Tampa Bay, you think they would just <laughs> let Mike Lennon? No. Mike Lennon, who I heard is going to star on the remake of E.T. because his neck is that freaking long. 
Um, <laughs> Who's I, worse than Cam Newton? If you're, but Cam Newton has to get signed by Washington, right? He's got to go work for Rivera. It makes more. It makes more sense for him to go to Washington. Because if you're Joe Judge, unless you're Joe Judge, you're like, well, you were good enough for Belichick. <laughs> like, what? I don't know why else you like. I think you're Daniel Jones, ride or die. I really do. I think. I think we we said it on Sunday live from the Hideaway. I say it now. If Daniel Jones doesn't win, you don't win, and you just and that means that you've got a top two draft pick to replace him with. And by the way, you've got the Bears. You've got their pick too, which we're going to get to that in a second. Like you're going to have enough draft capital to replace him if you if you lose. I'd rather ride out the slings and arrows if I'm Gettleman. I I, I fall on my sword for the franchise at the end of it. And then I let them draft whoever they're going to draft because he'll either get better through a trial by fire or he'll be so bad you'll be able to draft, you know, Spencer Rattler. That's right. See you later. Bye bye. Mike Bledin versus Josh Rosen. Who is worse in practice that those guys just oh. can never get on the field, even though they're bouncing around the NFL and they had high expectations at points that they'd be a starter. But you know what? That point actually makes a lot of sense because even if you look at Washington, an in division trade, I kept thinking about Heineke like, okay, if you bring in Cam Newton to Washington, Heineke goes back to the bench, even though he's played pretty well. But Washington's not going to give New York Heineke just to have them because then they get to save you know, those draft picks and they get to draft somebody in the next round. But Daniel Jones, the experiment might end as soon as halfway through this season. Yeah, he's bad. Yeah. Um, all right. Before we get to the Rams, it's, so the, the system that Godzilla Media uses to do these podcasts, like so you can see us on the Godzilla Media uh, YouTube channel, as well as the Techies Fire and Water Restoration Facebook page. Uh, please like and check out all the cool things we're up to here at Techies. I, I promise we're, we're good people and you'll like having us around when you need us. Other people can change the banners and stuff, right? Yes. So one of the turds that works for you is in here changing the banners because I'm seeing new stuff come up. And I'm thinking that the that I actually think the best way to punish them for changing them during our show is to use them. <laughs> So what Can we're I gonna guess do? What podcast it is? I'm not 100 sure yet, but I, but I want to let's so let's do the let's do Bears at Rams real okay, quick. Okay. <laughs> real quick, Bears at Rams. Rams look phenomenal. I wish to God I had picked them to win the Super Bowl and Matthew Stafford to win the MVP. I did. I did. They're good. <laughs> really good. I don't know who I would who who are the teams that you would actually favor over the Rams in Vegas right now? In Kansas City, maybe. Kansas City and Tampa, and that's it. And what about Arizona? No, I feel like McVay versus. But it would be a home game too, right? Like if I'm if you play that game in LA. Yeah, I would still take the Rams. I think the Rams would be third on my list. I think okay. Kansas City and Tampa the benefit of the doubt. Here's what I didn't like about that game on Sunday night, though. As good as as good as LA looked and Chicago and how dirty Andy Dalton's mustache looked, whoever zoomed in on Dalton's mustache on Twitter deserves to be banned for a week because that thing looked nasty. But for McVay on his side of it, what is up with this narrative going out here that Matthew Stafford was on this island in Detroit and never had help. And he ne- Detroit's best seasons, arguably in the history of the franchise, were with Matthew Stafford. They were good. They were never always awful. They made the playoffs a few times. He also had a Hall of Fame wide receiver in Calvin Johnson. So Matthew Stafford did have help in Detroit. He's got a better coach now in Sean McVay. He's got more of an offensive feel. He dealt with different guys across his tenure as head coaches in Detroit. But let's not act like Matthew Stafford was like this third-world country quarterback that had been saved from the ruins and brought back. He's really good. But Detroit was fine at certain times during his tenure there. What's um? What do you think the the? So Godzilla Media, you got under your flag now. Yes. Punch buggy, ah, no punchbacks. Ah. We're on Central App. Um. What do you got? Like twelve shows now. We've got. 
including the Levacan guys, were up to 16 shows and 23 contributors. So one good show. Um, <laughs> which is the one? Is this, is this the – My is, guess is it's sports with a Z and a T, hosted by Brace Linsky and Taylor Lettimore. They usually tape right around this time on Tuesdays for a post on Wednesday. So I have a feeling it's them. Okay, so I'm going to change. Would you agree with that? That's the case, or yeah, I sure? think that's I think that's it, and that's why uh, we're going to preview sports with a zit and a turd because <laughs> they're they're changing the stuff. Like I've got all this stuff. Guys put a lot of work into it. It's all sitting here, and now all of a sudden I'm looking, and it's all changing in front of my eyes. And they're not changing the old crap; they're changing the new stuff. Like there's stuff that's obviously from the hideaway. Like you don't change that. <laughs> You know, don't change the stuff like God puts uh, Daniel Jones's poop or whatever, and you you change that. And, and by the way, one of you is a full out sellout Eagles homer. You think you'd probably integrate that into your damn show? Even in there. So All make right, sure so you no check out banners. Sports with a Zit and a Turd <laughs> here on the Godzilla Podcast Network. What are the other shows? Uh, we've got Getting There with Goss. A new episode is out on Wednesday. It's terrible. It's a terrible. I'm show. the host of that show. Terrible. Show. It's missing something. It's mi- I don't know what it's missing. <laughs> It's missing something. White Heat with Brian Katie. We're going to mention him because last time we... Why got to be White Heat? Why is it always racial with Brian Katie? <laughs> uh, we've got the M and M and M across the board podcast with Ashley Miller and Sean Martin, Eric McDowell. I'm not sure if you're one, familiar with One of word. them is a Raiders fan, right? Yes, Sean Martin. Sean Martin. So he's smart. And I, I love Ash. So, and I don't know the other guy, so I won't pick on him yet. They're probably pretty good. <laughs> pretty good. M and M and M. How about we talk mm. fantasy with, with Chet Davis and Kyle Ray taping tonight for a Wednesday release as well? Never heard of them. Uh, we've got OTB, Over the Bar, starring Matt Woods, who, by the way. We is, just uh, hired Matt Woods. No, not that Matt Woods. The- oh, yeah, we hired the talented one who went to Hobart and Shaker and didn't used to be a producer of our show. Okay, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Mike Balvo has a podcast. I think what? you know Mike Balvo. What right? does he do? Just, like, introduce sporting events all day? No, that's not. He's just like, sporting- uh, no, the is that what he does? Is that the name of the show out in now? No. Check out his info, GazzaLavidi.com. The Trav and Rigney show. You get to meet them at Hooters. I like, I like, I like them because Trav and I have a history of of giving each other crap, so I enjoy them. But they did ask me to go on their show, and they never called me, so it's like, it's kind of weird. <laughs> it's kind of, hey man, will you call the show? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, don't lie to me. Really, yeah, absolutely. Whatever, man. Just hit me up. Okay, great. Never hit me up. So I will make everyone else look to GazaLavidi.com for the rest of the shows, or else I have to read off the next fourteen. So there you go. There's a lot of the look at you, a little humble brag. No, little guys just pulled a Chris Jones. Not- I got so many shows working for me. <laughs> that's not what happened. Boom! Take that, Portnoy. <laughs> We've got great partners, Levac, also working with us at Gazelle. I would like to tell you about yeah. one of our great partners. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Our good friends <laughs> over at uh, the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa with Doctor Fred Dreer. It's this great night's sleep that I get that allows me to tolerate sports with a zit and a turd. Um, <laughs> look, I know a lot of people are convinced that you need uh, a CPAP device or you're just not getting any sleep or whatever reason is that you're not making the call. Make the call to the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spot, even if it's just to do due diligence and find out what, what the mouthpiece can do. It's a mouthpiece. Like, it clicks in. It took me, I'd say, about a week to get used to it. Now I can't sleep without it at all. Not that I ever could before, but now I know I can't. And even when they adjust it, there's like a couple days where I'm like, hmm. But then it's comfortable again, and I'm on my way. There's no way that if I had a mask on, I'd be able to swing. It just wouldn't, it just wouldn't happen. Um, also, now when you're hearing about the fact that, you know, the recent announcement that certain CPAP devices have been recalled, a lot of people are afraid, and they'd rather go without sleep. That's terrible for you, bad for your health and everything else. I'll tell you right now. Integrative Sleep Center, Balsa Spa, Dr. Fred Dreer, 
made all the difference in my life, sleeping great now, willing to share hotel rooms with people because, well, maybe that's the downside, but there's no, no but it saves me money on the, on the trip. So 518-885-6185, 518-885-6185, com. Give them a call, talk it out. Tell them LeVac sent you. They'll, they'll take great care of you. They always, always just great people, Dr. Ear and the crew. Integrative Sleep Center and Boston Spot help me sleep better. They'll help you sleep better, too. Keep your eyes and ears open for the Godzilla Media, LeVac and Gaza social medias as well. I'm going to do my best to get somebody from the Integrative Sleep Center on with us live from City Field on Friday. Hopefully, <laughs> that will be another way in which people can learn about the Integrative I don't know Sleep who Center. all's going. Ooh, so, okay. so, so Dr. Ear invited Gaz and I to go with him and his crew. You know the dental industry; they get crazy. Uh-huh. Um, to uh, to City Field, happy gas just like it. <laughs> oh my God! I, see, he gas, never right? would because he's such a like he's such <laughs> an above board guy. Like I know he knows how to have a good good time. You know who actually would have a blast together? TG two and Doctor. Yeah, I think they would have your CrossFit Kringle, your dad and and Doctor would have a blast together. They're the same dude. They're professional. They can get things done. You can put them in any environment and they'd succeed. But then when it's like, you want to get cold beers? <laughs> let's go let's go can i so, call doc dad during the event friday or no probably depends on how many beers you have you know <laughs> i'm driving so you're okay <laughs> you can imagine dad. can you imagine getting a call on monday hey uh jeff it's laurian from uh from doctor's office can you never have guys around again <laughs> he he tried to slow dance with doc at the mets game it was weird <laughs> it made everybody uncomfortable <laughs> no but um yeah so we'll, we'll give you some we'll have some footage we'll do our football picks from there how's that okay from, from city field because we're live from the hideaway on sunday techies tuesday we're live with techie studios today um i'm waiting for one of them other shows to notice that that i, I changed all their names <laughs> in the back end of the godzilla media website <laughs> um man i i did terrible with my well not terrible but i went two and two with the four picks i gave in the air and then i didn't hit my teaser but I went heaviest, like I went heaviest on Houston. Like if you listen to what I said, you made money. I was gonna say how you just said that all out. You said you went four for four with your picks two, up. two for two, two and for two. two. Okay, okay. Two and two, and then uh, I lost my my fourteen teaser. One play, lost my fourteen teaser. But if if you listen, because I, I don't, I probably should start doing it. Like this is how much I'm doing on each one. Um, I walked out of Rivers with more money than I walked in with. So that's a win. Yeah, that's you go you go bigger on Houston on that. I'll tell you right now, I've, I'm going to keep an eye on this Jacksonville, but I feel like Jacksonville's a play this week. I, you may never get to play them again this season, but I feel like Jacksonville might be a play this week against Denver. And these lines, especially the sun's coming in now. on the NFL side of it, you you look, you look at the overreactions and think, okay, if teams like the Texans, a great example of this, as you've mentioned, do people all of a sudden say, wow, Houston's better than we think and just jump on that line really fast? Arizona's another example. Wow, we're going to jump on Arizona and see what happens. These interesting primetime games, too. I know New York's going to get Washington on Thursday night. So many times in the past we've seen Thursday night football games become shootouts. Do you think that same thing could potentially happen in two teams that could potentially, one, is going to play a backup quarterback? And as I mentioned about Daniel Jones, the future of him is New York is questionable. Do they both need huge performances for the future of their actual NFL quarterbacking jobs? I'm struggling here on a Tuesday to give you a really good, like, something's fishy or I feel great about this team right now, but maybe I'll stumble onto something before the show's over. I, I can just say, without even looking too deep into it, like, what? so my process, Tuesday's too early for me to give you my real picks. Like, I can give you what I'm looking at. I give you my leans. Can't give you my real picks. But I can tell you that there's there's a lot to like about the Jacksonville number. I don't know if I care who was playing Cleveland this week. I was probably taking Cleveland, and it's Houston coming to town. 
So, like you said, maybe the number reacts because of everything. Buffalo is the same boat for me. Like, I'm probably going to take Buffalo. I just got to look at it. Um, I, I love the over for for the Raiders and the Steelers. You look at the way the Raiders-Ravens game went last night, it looked like it was guaranteed to go under until, like, late in the third quarter. So those are, those are the kind of things I'm already looking at. Um, I could see a scenario where where Baltimore bounces back. I think Kansas City plays, like, uninspired football during the regular season. I the, really do. The one game I'm looking at, it hurts when these happen. I saw 13 floated around for the Tampa Atlanta game, and that's a uh, divisional game. Yeah. Like, ugh, I'm a well, Bucks fan. I would how, not take Tampa. How about ugh. this week? We opening week, first time since 80, 1980, 1983 in Super Bowl era that nine underdogs won outright. And um, underdogs were 12 and four against the spread this week Ooh. in week one. So is that Vegas? Is that is that something going on out there where these underdogs are being unfairly judged? Is there more parity in the NFL than we realize? Like if you if you're looking at underdogs, you probably did pretty well this week. A lot of times the public goes with the favorite, so I'm sure Vegas is is swimming. Rivers is probably swimming in your money right now. So keep an eye on this stuff. Like, like Dallas and the and and the Chargers, that's going to be a fun game to watch. Like I have to sit down and break it down. But these matchups are great. These matchups are fantastic. Is Arizona as good as they looked? Are is Minnesota as as bad as they looked? Like because that's a game that could easily you know you might want to look at Minnesota, especially if everybody starts betting. On, Ari- on you know, Minnesota instead of Arizona, there's there's a lot of fun, but that Jacksonville game, Jacksonville Pittsburgh, I'm telling you, there's something about that one. I look at that one the same way I looked at Houston versus Jacksonville. You will get our official picks 11:30 to one o'clock live from the Hideaway. Come join us. The Bloody Marys tasted oh, so good this past Sunday. Good. They're a problem. Hang with us. We got the Red Zone. We got multiple TVs going on. Get yourself a breakfast. I had those nachos, which I could have, I think, had three more plates of those nachos. They were so good. I so will say, you, you're high not high. a fast eater. Like, typically speaking, Gaz is not a fast eater. Those nachos were gone before I finished my chicken sandwich. <laughs> like, and the chicken sandwich is next level. But those, you were like, and I don't know if you just hadn't eaten or whatever, but it was like one of those ones where, and like, I don't look at Gaz and go, oh, my God. I look at Gaz and go, holy crap, those must have been good. Because that's just not your that's just not your style. No. Um, uh, I want to get to the Yankees, Levac. I know. The next time we talk, about I really the Yankees, don't. It might be a whole different thing. But before we get there, I want to tell you about our friends over at Johnstone Supply in Troy. Just tape. What do you say, for, friends? Yeah. George oh, and Tom and those guys. I spent. A nice, I haven't met George yet. Oh, don't worry. Next month when we do a broadcast live from Johnstone Supply in Troy, we're going to be there live. Friday, October fifteenth, from four thirty to six, as we're going to do a lot of cool events for their October. Breast cancer awareness going on for that. But before we get there, George can have an episode out with getting there with guys. But the fall is here, and that means changes are coming to your home. Does your furnace need a new control board or blower motor? Do you even know what that means? Johnstone Supply and Troy can tell you when you're looking for those upgrades to your heating system, your furnaces, all those things in Johnstone Supply and Troy can come to your home and make sure your home is heated properly for now with that cooler weather on the way. A family-owned and operated business helping people in the capital region for decades now. Visit their spot on 6th Avenue in Troy for more information on how they can help you. The right filter, the right nozzle, heat efficient, and more. Fall is on the way, and they want to help you to make sure you're in the right spot. To answer all your questions, stop into 6th Avenue in Troy. Say what's up to Kevin, James, and Tom. And maybe you'll see George like Levesque's going to meet him next week, uh, next month as well. Maybe next week. He's got some filter problems. Stop in there. <laughs> Shop online as well. Call them today, 518-272-5922. Fall is here. Make sure your home is ready to go. 518-272-5922. That is John Stone Supply in Troy. Can I just tell how much people suck online? 
Like, can I just real quick, like, can I just? Oh, we're back. We're back. Here we are. Hello. <laughs> well, before we get, all right. So, we, yeah, we'll talk, we'll talk about the, the, the home stretch of the Major League Baseball race. So, Norm McDonald passed away today. I had no idea he was sick. I knew he hadn't been around. I think you and I actually had this conversation. Like, what's the last thing he did? Uh, probably two, three months ago, we talked about that. So, I, I originally put hearing that Norm McDonald has passed has, has me shook. Well, I think I forgot. I was like, ha- hearing, Norm McDonald passed or, or has passed me shook. Like I forgot that has. So like my cousin's wife, like English, please. I'm like, dude, a, die, a guy died. She goes, I suck. I'm evil. I'm sorry. I'm like, okay. Then I'm like looking through Wait, it. Hang on, hang on. That even proves your point though. Right. Like you're so shook. You spelled something wrong. Right. That proves how much it affected you. Right. So I like literally, I, I couldn't, I couldn't let her go though. I had to toast her. I was like, well, dude, I looked up to you died, so I'm sorry I couldn't I didn't spell it right. And she's like she feels bad, so I'm just taunting her now at this point. But like um like a lot of people just thought oh, that sucks that the gut punch just said Aguero, he had cancer for nine years. Like like I was supposed to like nobody knew that, dude. Like, I could be shook by the fact Norm McDonald died. Hot take Aguayo. You just read an article that someone had yes. posted like oh. You didn't know? You just read it on deadline too, you idiot. Like you just read <laughs> the same thing. Is Artie Lang still alive? Yeah. I think yeah. so. All right, I'm sorry. I love Artie Lang, and I hope he lives a hundred hundred years. If you had told me Norm McDonald's going to pass away before Artie Lang, that's a bet I'm taking all day long. No, I'm I'm going to put my money on on Norm. And guess what? I think if you asked Artie Lang the same bet, Artie Lang would have put it on. Yeah, Norm. I mean his nose doesn't exist anymore, for Damn. Pete's sake. And again, love Artie. Met him a handful of times. Great guy. Great guy. When he was sober, um, he just man, just yeah, just I'm bummed about Norm McDonald passing. Go watch some of the Turd Ferguson sketches. <laughs> I told you about the moth joke with Conan, he used to do his style is this is so like, different, whether it's a podcast, whether it's writing, whether it's radio, comedy, uh, dirty singer, work, dance, whatever it is. Like when you've got such a unique style that people feel like they're copying you. That is a true form of talent, and wow, he stands out. But Norm McDonald had that. Like, there was yeah. no doubt he did it his way, and nobody could even, like, compare to what the way he was doing it was. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry sorry to see that. It, it, I had no idea. I had no idea he was sick, so that sucks. Uh, but again, everybody on social media sucks. They just suck. Like, I've gotten to the point now, like, I'm so aggravated about how much people suck on social media that I don't even put funny lines on people's stuff anymore. Like, <laughs> a friend of mine, she wrote, um, I can't remember exactly the exact verbiage, but guy walked up to her. She was working in a store. Guy walked up to her and says, my daughter's built something like you, but just skinnier or something like that. Or something like, my daughter, my daughter looks a little bit like you, but skinny, something like that. Would this fit? And I was, and she posted that. And I wrote, did you write, did you write, did you say back that my dad looks a lot like you, but he's not an asshole. <laughs> and for whatever reason, the whole thing came down, and people were, like, mad at me. I'm like, wait a minute. What? I think they – I don't know if they thought, like, I was chiming in on the other side. But, it, like, even, like, stuff like – I won't even say it anymore. I just stay out of social media, like, which sucks because that's the only way to promote the fact that we're on it uh, twice a week now is social freaking media. That's why I just give everything to God. I'll let him do it. I would never, never catfish. But I'll tell you. you <laughs> yes, you would. If you <laughs> thought you could get away with it, you'd do it right now. You went that way. I'm telling you, there are so many times that I've been tempted. This has been, like, for a decade plus. That I feel like true comedy, and I've told you this, and some of you this is the first time I'm hearing it for the first time, that the true comedy in the internet is the first couple of comments and the worst. Yeah. I, mean, I want to be that 
pro commenter on stuff, right? Oh. The guy from Barcel PFT made a career out of being the most obnoxious. Like my thing would be that someone would have like an inspirational post and be like, wow, that's kind of <laughs> offensive to me. Cause you know, that's going to go viral because people are looking for people to be offended by it. Like I mentioned the Met Gala earlier, like, wow, did you see what Megan Fox wore? First comment. Uh, I'm so offended that she showed some parts of her body. Yeah. Disgusting. To watch the, like the, they call it the ratio. Now the ratios light up. Yeah. That would be, me, I, but I won't ever do it. I love that. I'm not on a radio station anymore. So I can talk about every radio station. Um, when Sean, McMaster and I were on GNA. So it was Sean and Richie, and I was the producer. Sean and I would always mess with each other because we were in different studios. So, like, he was in the main studio for a lot of the show, and then I was in the producer booth, but eventually I moved in. But even then, like, we would, like, if a song was on and nobody was talking, one of us would post something, usually to screw with the other guy. But, but it didn't matter what we wrote, it became a game because on, when you worked on GNA, Anything you posted, somebody was going to – I used to call it status jacking. So you'd put up a status, and then somebody would jack it. They would turn it into whatever their thing was. Not like, you know, jack it. Um, Chris Jones. Um, <laughs> so, like, we started – it started to become a game. Like, like we could put, like, having the best morning ever, just got free coffee from our friends at Price Chopper, boom, boom, boom. Make sure you grab some. It's really good. Two comments later. My brother died. I was really hoping to go see Clint, whatever, with him. What? Why? Why, why would you do? Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Everybody's having a great day. And like every, it didn't matter what we wrote. Oh, my cat's leg got stuck in a lawn. Like it didn't. Like it would. Oh, they had to say something sappy and sad. So we started punch back. Fusion, no punch back. Ah! Um, I love being on the central lab here at the Techies, the Fire and Water Restoration Studios. Uh, if you have a Volkswagen, please drive by. Uh, <laughs> but like we, so it became a game. Like like like. Sean would write, I, I love caramel chocolates. And literally, you'd like, three, two, one. I'm allergic to caramel. It makes me blah, 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 blah. It's like, what? No, why? Well, why would you write that? Like, what was, nobody cares. Did you, nobody cares. Did you ever distinguish, like, you knew a certain person would write it? Was, yeah, some of them. Because there was a certain person, and he's still doing it. And we, I won't say his name, but it's I will, easy. if I can remember who it is. You'll, you'll remember it fast. He used to privately message you and I all the time like, hey, I didn't want to do this, but can you call Mike Greenberg and ask if you can call my son? I just want to go to a jet game with Mike Greenberg. And be like, what? What are you talking? Hey, um, if you don't mind, I have all this Valley Cat. Oh, yeah, I blocked yeah, yeah. that guy on okay, everything. Good. I blocked that guy on everything. Oh, man, I did. I think it was Don, time. right? Yes, was his name Don? It was Don. <laughs> oh, my God, Don. Like, yeah, Don thought we were like his, his like personal like introduction. Like, like we were going to call all these people and, and get like when we do the Super Bowl trips, like one of the biggest no nos in the history of the Super Bowl is to ask for is to ask for autographs there. And we would say that like the first show every week. And that dude would flood us with, oh, my God, love Barry Sanders. Make sure you track him down. I just saw he's like four tables from you. Get him an autograph for me. No, no Don. No, no, Don. You don't think I want Barry Sanders autograph? You jerk. Don. Yeah, I remember Don. I feel like Don was gonna go full stand. I blocked him point. on everything. Yeah, I, I blocked like he him was on everything. Flip me like, wow, all these years <laughs> I just asked for one autograph. These selfish assholes have never done it for me. Oh my god! I think Don he kind of did. I think that's why I finally blocked him. But like, the bottom line is this: you know damn well that if there was ever anything we could do for people, we would. That was the goal. Was that's why we were doing it. Now it's podcast. Screw everybody. It's about me. Um, <laughs> by the way, when do I get paid again? Uh, end of the month. Is that, do I actually get paid again? Or? Yeah, I'll oh, say, look, I'll at say, look at that. Rock and you're, roll. Yeah, you're getting stuff. All right. Now, I think, commas? Right? We talking commas? What are we talking yeah, here? I don't know about commas. 
I'm letting you. Like, I'm running out the techie studios to you to Godzilla Media. <laughs> I'll say this about the techie studio. There is a difference. I like the energy. Oh yeah. I like the aura. I like the feel. I'm not trying to pat myself on the back here or you, but there is something good about this. Is our home turf. I love like, it. You know how you play a game week one and you have a good performance and you want to go back and get weak. There is something about this turf. I told like you this there. is where we should be doing stuff yes. all along. Oh, I you're mean, right because I can feel it. It feels good for us it, here. God's honest truth. A lot of people ask this, like, why did you leave? Why did you leave ESPN? Why did you? Like, why did you? This was one of the reasons. Because when Mike and I sat down and talked about me joining Tech East, it was like I, I he asked me what I would do, right? First, and I was like, first of all, I'm not leaving. I'm never leaving radio. I've been there for 24 years. And I said, but the first thing I would do is I would actually like you, you know, so many stations are the are your studios already because you you pay for them. Like you're you're the you're the one who backs them up. I was like, I would really put studios in here. He goes, I got three rooms that would work for him already. You don't even have to put anything in. He goes, you got the equipment? I'm like, I got Chris Jones equipment, baby. <laughs> um, and like, and we sat down and we really started talking about this is one of the reasons I did it is because I knew one day we'd get to do shows like this and talk about the things we want to talk about. Now, is this the, the end of the dream? No, trust me. Big, big, big things are coming. Big things here at uh, LeVac and Gaz. I see three of you are watching live right now. That's depressing. I was hoping for 50. Um, maybe we won't do it here anymore. Maybe no, it's the no. sun. Maybe it's like, the sun is like right in my eyes right now. See, Levesque, that is the thing that happens here in podcast. I wish I had the technology to fix that. Podcast world that you might listen to two hours from now, four hours from now. It's Friday, Saturday. That's the weird part about Tuesday shows. You never know. And this could be uh, the future of Techies Tuesdays. I love it, man. I'm excited about what happened. But, oh, wait a second. But I'm also oh, four. Four. Okay, okay now I'm happy. But I'm not going to lie either. Like if, if the show's not getting traction yet, I'm going to tell people. I, I know care. what you're trying to do. You're what? trying to divert the Yankee conversation Who? you're going to have. I can't believe how bad I've been like on that. 12 minutes, I, I feel 12 like. 12 minutes. Are <laughs> the, all right. Got to go, everybody. No, Good show. We'll talk to off. you Sunday live from the hideaway. I bit the Norm McDonald thing and took it right down. <laughs> the light was on. Unbelievable. No, the moth joke's not going to work oh, on fine. me here. What happened to the Yankees? Chris what Jones happened? telling them. No, no, no. Yeah. You're not going back to the well because it was working. Uh, what happened here? The Blue Jays are winning. Glad girls smashing dingers. <laughs> Chris Jones. Gil can't Gil can't pitch anymore or Guillen. Guillen. <laughs> who? <laughs> who? who? Uh, Guillen. Yeah, listen, it's a lot of lot of untimely injuries. Uh I I, I just keep going back to and, and when you win 13 in a row, okay, like 13 in a row. I don't I don't get to say you don't you play without heart anymore. You know, I don't I don't care how you win 13 in a row. You win 13 in a freaking row, but then you lose 12 of 15. I still, I look at, there's something, there's a, there's a heart issue. There's a 10 man situation here because, and, and Cole's not even going to miss a, a start, but you saw it when he walked off the mound, the mood changed. I love the win last night. I love the idea that they're, that they're finally going to move Glaber Torres from short back to second where he's more comfortable. The question for me is why'd you wait so freaking long? You know what I mean? There's a lot of things that they do that, they should have done forever ago, or is the message not getting where it needs to go? Do they like the fact that that they're a robot? No, Jonathan, I'm still watching. I still support you guys. That's my guy, Johnny. Hey, What's man, up, Jonathan? Jo Johnny P in the house, except for that Denver thing. You're you're off you're off base with that, but <laughs> um, yeah, I just there's there's a missing component to this team, and I don't know what it is to the point where. Let's say they get the wild card. Let's say Garrett Cole's 100% and he's an ace. And he goes out there and deals. 
who's do you, you're taking the raise down? This is the year that you're taking the raise down. You you get lucky and somehow it's the Astros. This is the team that's going to take them down. I I just don't. I don't know why I sound like an old Jewish grandfather. This is the team. Ah. This is the one. Aha! Happy don't they show? Like yeah. Like I I just I, there's something about this team that's missing. And it, and I don't think you can say it's talent. Even with the Raldis Chapman not being 100, percent even with Lewiska hurt stuff like that, they've got more than enough to steamroll. 80% of the league. And they don't. So there's something missing. I don't know if it's Boone, Cash. I don't know who it is. But there's something missing. Some Yankee fans, I think this is a little too cliche to go with this, that some could say it's By the way, up to seven people watching right now. Too many superstar egos that the fun part about Yankee teams oh, of me. the past was that you had these young rookies who were the spark in the lineup, these underdogs of guys who were coming in for injured players and they were easier to root for. Some Yankee fans would say the superstars aren't performing like they would. I feel like that's too cliche New York stuff that, okay, somebody with a big contract has to be good every single night. That's just not realistic. Someone's going to bat 500 for the rest of the season. Let me call uh, this question to your attention, which is a LeVac classic. Uh, Orioles, the next three games, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Mm-hmm. It's not a must win, but are these matchups against the Orioles half to wins, as you like to call them? What do you, what do you, what's your goal? Because if you look for the Boston and Blue Jays and the Rays series to finish off the season, those are probably going to be, of course, more important games. You could go seven and three, five and four. Right. But if you trip up here against Baltimore in the next three games and you look back and see, like, oh my God, if we didn't lose to Baltimore on that Wednesday night, that's what you wonder. Do you want to know the saddest thing? So, like, they are must wins if you want to, if you want to play in the postseason. You got to take two. You got to take two if you want to play in the postseason. You realistically probably should have to take three. But if you take two, you know, Cleveland, Texas, before you get to Boston, you know, and realistically the guys you need to beat are ahead of you. You got three with Boston. You know, you've got, I'm sorry, yeah, three with Boston. You got three with Toronto, Tampa. Hopefully they don't care by then. If you you really want to make the postseason, must wins. Saddest thing. I don't think it matters if they make the postseason or not. I have very little belief that they're going to do anything. Oh, they're man. just again. They have. They, here's here's the, here's the here's the here's the blessing and the curse of not having a, an everyday show. I don't have to watch if they piss me off. Like when they tick me off, I turn the TV off. I walk away. They piss me off. I turn the radio over to whatever Spotify. I start listening to old episodes of Getting There with Gaz. Really? No, just the one oh. that I was on. Um, <laughs> Those numbers are going up. <laughs> I just listen. I listen to it repeatedly on different devices. Um, I just no. I just I I can't. Why would I do it to myself? Like the the beauty of what we get to do now here, Levat Gaz, live from from Tech East Studios right here on Central Ave for Tech East Tuesday. The beauty is. I get to talk about whatever the f I want because it doesn't. There isn't. There isn't a consultant calling. Oh, you guys didn't really break down the Yankees. Yeah, you know why I didn't? Because they pissed me off. This Yankee team for almost the entire season was the most boring Yankee team of the last seven years because it wasn't yeah. those fun headlines of a rookie bashing or a pitcher coming out. And it was a really boring team. And I say like I'm talking in the past tense, like the season's <laughs> over. But I can see where your frustration, is, and that's why I almost reacted the way I did because. I've seen you root for this team for as long as no I've matter what, you. Like, no matter what squad, but it seems as if they're just putting you through it, that you don't feel like there's a guy that when these games come up against Toronto and Tampa and Boston, you're going to say, 
hey, we got so-and-so. I think he's going to step up. Even though Aaron Judge is a really he's, popular And player, Judge is playing great right now. But he hasn't like, had that moment yet. But you know what I think? I think part of the problem with Judge is I think Judge is trying to be Jeter. I think he's he sees how much we all love Derek Jeter and J- Jeter carried himself in such a way. And, you know, maybe it is him. Maybe this is his style. But you can't be Jeter. And you shouldn't be Jeter. Maybe you're more of a rah-rah guy. Maybe, maybe you're whatever. But I see a lot of these guys trying to be Jeter. And I think I see other guys wilting from the shadow of, of the captain. Because Giancarlo Stanton was a leader in Miami. I don't see him as a leader in New York. You know, uh, DJ LeMahieu wouldn't say crap if he had a mouthful of it. I get that. Whatever. Judge is judge. Rizzo was a leader in Chicago. You know, Luke Voigt has, has always tried to be that where he speaks up and talks. But he's busy fighting for playing time. Who's the leader of this team? I don't see one. I don't see, I don't see, again, it should be judge. And I think it could be judge, but you know, when you're, when, who knows, maybe he gets it, maybe he gets it in the locker room, maybe he gets it in the office with like, oh, you know, two wouldn't have done that. Two wouldn't have done two, mm, two wouldn't have, two wouldn't have walked out of uh, Fenway with a boom box over his shoulder playing New York, New York. And that's, that got them to come back and beat us. Yeah, but you're not two, you're 99. Go out there and be 99. I, I think if he was 99 the way he wants to be, who knows? But, again, you're not going to take off the people you, who you're hoping to get two, $300 million for from. It, it could start as soon as later this month, and I hope Yankee fan, I've said this to you for the last two shows, that even though the graphics aren't going to say postseason, even though legacies may not be defined as much by these final few games here coming up in September as they will be by October, Yankee fan hopefully understands the importance of performances by those guys, whether it be Judge, or Stan, whoever the big bat is or the big pitching performance that is needed. It's going to be a stressful time here for the next few games, even against Baltimore for Yankee fans. I'm rooting for the Yankees because I know it's going to make great content for us for the rest of the few weeks. Did, did you know Yes. that I can put the comments on the, on the screen really? for, the, for the viewers? Let's see. Look at that. Whoa. I honestly didn't know that. I know Ryan McCarthy, our guy over no credentials required, does that, but I did not know we could do that on a live Who? stream. Who? <laughs> Never heard of him. No credentials required. He you missed, were on that show. He misspelled McDonald, Norm McDonald today. Like, what, oh, I mean, now that's on. rough. Now come on, you can't do. You can't. You can't do that. Ryan. You can't. You can't. You can't do that. I, I'm just now. I'm gonna start stealing their their banners again. <laughs> I'm gonna start messing with them. Um, no, hey, listen. I I hope that they win me back over, and I hope they make me want to you know, go in and, and watch every game. The fact that we're in September and you and I aren't putting together, you know, the bus to the Bronx and we're not getting together with our friends at Dunkin' Donuts and taking a bunch of our crazy listeners to the, that, that hurts. I hate that. I really wish that we were doing that because that was, that's one of my favorite things we did. I was talking about that today. We talked about Matt Woods. So if you don't know Matt Woods, um, he played high school football at Shaker. He played his college football. He's tight end at Hobart. He's also a Tampa Bay fan, yeah. and now he's the director of sales for the Empire. We're, we're very lucky to get him. We're very happy to have him. Um, I was talking to him today, and, I was like, and we were talking about the Giants-Buccaneers game and how we were riding back with all the great people, and it was like everybody had different reception, and we're all watching the Giants-Tampa Bay game, and it, you hear somebody cheering, like, oh, what, what color are they wearing? What color are they wearing? And then you look down at your screen, it's, oh, they're wearing blue, and the Giants did something good. Like, that was a great memory. So – I hate that we're not going, but I'm not that upset that I may not make a Yankees game this year, which which kills me. 
because I'm going to make a Mets game on, on Friday with the Integrative Sleep Center. 5185-6185, Dr. Fred Dreer. Um, but I just, there's something about the way they're playing this year. And I hear like some of my friends were the most diehard Yankee fans and they're heartbroken night after night, after night, after night, after night, after night. And they're like, how are you tolerating this? And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm watching football, you know, <laughs> catching up on Marvel. What if, <laughs> you know, cause I just, again, I, I love, you know, I love it. And I, yeah. I, it kills me to say this. I just, I'm not going to invite the freaking pain in. Like, you're an Orioles fan. So how, many, how many Orioles games have you watched in the last five years? Not a lot. Right. Benny's, no. If, well, if they were good. Locked in. Camden he, Yards want to go to a game and everything else. If you're not going to give me wins, you got to give me hope. And this team doesn't give me either. All right. So let's do this. Let's not end this podcast on a negative note. Let's end it on a positive note. Pull my finger. No, I'm definitely you, not going to. You thought about it. I thought, thought about it. You about did. How positive do we want to be here? about it. I t- we teased on our hideaway show that's now available. By the way, you want to go back and listen to these on demand. You can do that at Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. We teased that you might have some information involving the NAL owners Ooh. meetings. Are you allowed to comment on anything? Because maybe you're not. I'm not. Oh, I'm not. Wow. I'm not. Um, Come on, it's a podcast. Say whatever you want. We just talked about how much <laughs> you love this forum. Now go um, ahead. I, listen, I, I cannot divulge what happened in the meetings i was not there um but i did i did get a scoop um i how do i say this yeah, I mean, and, you it, can. It and this like is but they, see like this this should tell you how big it is because you know me i'm the first guy to run in and say what i'm not supposed to say um there are chances that you're going to see things you may never have thought you'd see an indoor football again this season that a tease. That's a tease. And as soon as I can tell you what those things are, I promise I will. This will be the we'll debut it here. Um, I'm actually uh, putting together when we have the schedule, we're going to do a schedule release show. We're going to do it. So we're you, this Levac and God show Techies right here, Godzilla Tuesday? Media Techies Tuesday. Yeah. Um, we're going to do the full schedule res- release show um, right right here. We're, like we're going to tell you, this will be the first place you'll hear where we're going to be, when we're going to be, who we're playing. Is there expansion? Is there rule changes? Um, you know, we're gonna we're gonna do it all right here. Oh, this is the best way to end it now because I'm already getting my mind going. Like we could invite some maybe some Empire fans in here for the debut. Get I'm some fine with that. Pizza, get some drinks going. All on maybe the Gonzalo Media Bill. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, okay. uh, yeah, no. It's, there's there's definitely big things. There's big things on the horizon for the for the NAL. I can I, that much I can 100% tell you. Um, it, it is definitely. I just I wish I could tell you everything right now because. But the thing is, the way the owners' meeting uh, works is, you know, motions are, are put forward, and now we find out 100% that they're going to happen. So, there's changes coming though. There's changes coming, and for me, they're awesome changes. I love them, but. You'll have to wait to see for if another you love podcast. It sounds you'll have, to, like. you'll have to wait and see if you like them as well. Levac and guys live from uh, Techies Fire and Water Restoration, your best way back to normal. Check us out online, tefirewater.com. Uh, the crew is uh, most of the crew. The reason it's so quiet here is most of the crew is down at a Starbucks about two and a half hours south of here that got flooded during the uh, the hurricane rains, and they're fixing all that up for somebody. It should be done tomorrow. So if you're, uh, if you're, you know, travel a lot and your Starbucks has been rained out. We got you. Um, but they'll, uh, they'll be ready to help everybody out again soon. Thanks to the Engraved Sleep Center, uh, Dr. Fred Dreer. And uh, next time you, you hear from us, we'll be on the bus trip with Doc Dreer and the crew at City, City Field. We'll give you some of our NFL and, and college football. Well, our college football picks. NFL picks we'll do Sunday live from the hideaway. College football picks and a quick preview of Syracuse U Albany. Yeah. I haven't seen the spread yet. 
I don't know if they're going to post it for FCS versus FBS. They may not. They have. I mean, it was up. It, it's been up in the past. Like there was a spread against Pitt. Get the right website. You can find anything. Yeah, else. absolutely. I just what, do you, what would you what would you put 20 it? Twenty and a half still. Twenty one and a half somewhere around there. I think that's. I think under three touchdowns is respect right now. With after you know starting zero and two, I'm thinking like sixteen. I think sixteen because Syracuse does not look great. No, look and great. I've got a full Syracuse U Albany preview already posted on GonzalaMedia.com. Well, what'd you say was going to happen? That will be for our Friday show. There's one person still watching. Just say who. Say I what need the, the views. All right. GodzillaMedia.com? GodzillaMedia.com. 35-14. You wrote a post? 35-14 I had for Syracuse. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. Can't wait to talk to you, so that one. Good luck. You may want to look out for a, for a large, uh, large uh, Penn State guy. Oh, no. You may want to look out for the U Albany coach. He might be looking for you. By the way, over 8,000 freaking people at the game. Yeah. That was amazing. That was a great time. All right. Time for us to get on out of here. Um, like, rate, and you know, never, never drive with your pants off. No, ever. It's bad for you. It, it could, it could. Close. You could chafe. You know, that, that's fine. So uh, for for guys, for Levac, for Tech East, for Chris Jones, peace out.